Hello, everyone, and thanks for tuning in to another episode of the RFP Ultra Dads podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike Ubaldini, joined by my partner and fellow Ultra Dad, Brian Shane, talking all things ultra. Today's episode is proudly brought to you by our sponsor, Time on the Trails, building you a customized journey and experience out on the trails throughout the state of Arizona and beyond. You can find Time on the Trails at www.tottaz.com. Again, www. .tottaz.com. Now sit back, grab a tasty beverage, and enjoy Brian and I as we progress further down the trails. Left foot, right foot. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of the RFP podcast, episode number 263, Ultra Dad Session 71. I'm your host, Mike Ubaldini, again, solo. Um, don't need to get and discuss any of the details further than, than that. Uh, we've uh, exhausted them. So um, it, it this is probably going to be more around uh, ultra marathons and running and racing, considering it is race week. I do have a race coming up on, on Saturday, and, but there, there is a, there is an inner message here, or I guess a, a, a deeper message that is really something along the lines of, of uh, that whole question that's out there, that whole why we do things and the, the, the passion and the purpose and all those things we've talked about in, in the past that, you know, kind of make things or, or drive us to do the things that we do um, each day. And it really stems from, I was on a run Saturday. Yeah. Saturday, early morning. And, um, it's the same trail that, um, uh, the race is going to be on, on Saturday and, and the race on Saturday is actually a tune up for a race. Uh, the big race on Halloween weekend, October 29th, which is, uh, which was Isabella's our oldest daughter's birthday. So the, the race on the 29th, October 29th is it's called a Havilene a hundred, a hundred miler. And it really basically goes around Pemberton trail, Pemberton trail, excuse me out in um, Fountain Hills, Arizona, which is northeast of us here in Phoenix. It's a race I've done before four years ago and kind of the same sequence leading up to it. The race tomorrow is is actually on that same course. Uh, it's a 75K, roughly 46 so odd miles or whatever. But it's essentially this big loop, you know, this big loop. You just continue to run around it both on that Saturday and then for the 100 miler coming up in six weeks or whatever it is. So uh, I got up and got out there early on Saturday to, to kind of do the final uh, tune-up run for the race on Saturday. Um, and I got there, and you'll see the picture that's part of this. There's two pictures that I'll include with, with this podcast, and I'm I'm saying it will include because I haven't published this yet. I'm just talking, and I'm actually looking at the pictures now. But there's one of the sun rising, and there's one of the moon setting. And the one of the moon setting it actually looks like a sunrise or a sunset. It's really crazy. And when I was out there and actually took it, it was right before I took off on my run. It was just about a full moon. There was some cloud covers. I was looking to the West. You have the mountains in the background and I just stopped and took a picture of it. And then I looked at it and I'm like, it was, it was just, it was kind of apocalyptic. It was just really weird because I've never experienced or never seen anything quite like it. Um, and I took the picture and then I started started on my run and then I was able to take the next picture 
which is another beautiful epic picture of the sun rising back to the east with the, the trail in the background or the foreground, I should say. Um, and as I was running, you know, because I got up early, I got up like three o'clock because I wanted to be able to start the run by five. And it's about a 45 minute drive and all these other uh, ridiculous, minuscule, irrelevant details. But I was like, why? You know, why? Holy crap, why? And then I, I, I experienced these pictures, these shots. And, you know, why get up in, in the butt, not even the butt crack of dawn, but before sunrise, before the birds are chirping, anything and do it? Why do I, why do I go out and, and um, do the races and go through this process? And this is a question that I've been asking myself. Uh, I wouldn't say quite a bit, but the, the topic has come up over the course of the last, we'll say year. Uh, and in the last year, I've, I've, I've came back from an injury and, and, and done probably like three or four races. Um, and, you know, I'll be, I'll be transparent because that's what this show is about. Um, I, I, I've been questioned, what, what am I doing this for? Um, you know, there's some days it just sucks. You know, I don't want to go. I don't want to get up shit. Yesterday was a day where I didn't want to get out of bed at four and go. Uh, but I did. And, you know, it was awesome. Uh, if anybody follows the Instagram, I put a picture on there uh, yesterday. I mean, it's just what 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 we're able to see and view, or what I've been able to view and ex- expose myself to and experience by doing this has been really grateful or, or gratifying, I should say, and I'm grateful for it. Um, but I've questioned whether or not you know I want to do it. You know, listen. Saturday, there's going to be points of that 75K that are going to suck. I know the 100 mile are definitely, there's going to be a lot of points where it's going to be sucking. And I'm going to say, what the hell am I doing? Why am I out here? I mean, that's just part of the, the process of doing this crazy, ridiculous sport. But then it comes back to the question of why. Um, why do we do the things we do? And with respect to this, for me, from my perspective, I mean, the first, the first question, excuse me, the first response out of my head is because I can. And ironically, I was talking to somebody last week who uh, was getting ready to do their first, uh, uh, their first race ever. Um, They are an athlete um, and they, they, they train and they work out and they're physically fit and all that, but they're putting themselves into an uncomfortable position of doing a a triathlon for the first time. Um, And you know, just picking my brain as far as prep and nutrition and, you know, some things like that. Um, and the question came about, you know, why do I, why do I do the races that I do? And, you know, what, what, what's the story behind it? And, you know, the, the thing that easily rolls off my tongue when I ask that question is, excuse me, because I can, you know, and I don't say that flippantly. I say that because I actually have the ability uh, to do it you know, fortunately health and well-being, uh, I'm able to do it. Um, and that's, that's, that's something that I'm really grateful for, you know, especially over the course of the last couple of weeks, I've seen and experienced, uh, with, with loved ones, um, some, some health issues and health concerns. And, you know, it kind of puts your mind into perspective a little bit. So yeah, the why is the number one reason is because I can you know, they're, they're a secondary reason is because of this beauty that I get to see. Um, 
you know, for, for a good, I don't know, maybe hour, hour and a half at, on that run on Saturday. It was me. It, there's no nothing around me. There's some jackrabbits and, you know, there's some little, you know, desert mice running around. And you could hear some coyotes off in the distance. Um, I'm sure, sure there was some snakes slithering around, but I didn't see any on that run. But it's just, it's just a form of meditation. It's a form of healing. Um, it's, it's been a form of rejuvenation, reset. Um, it's peace. You know, it's really peaceful. Um, I probably need to do it a little bit more often as far as stopping sometimes, you know, the, the picture with the sunrise that's in, that's going to be in this, the show notes here. Um, that was behind me running cause that was towards the Northeast. And at this point that was all behind me. And I actually ran past a guy that was stopped on his bike and talked to him for a minute. And he's like, look, dude, turn around. And I, I, that's when I snapped that picture and I need to do that a little bit more often just to stop and smell the roses, if you will, but take advantage of it and take a look and uh, let it soak in about the surroundings. Cause it's pretty, it's pretty amazing. And that's another reason why I do it, you know, to be able to travel that type of distance on feet, you get to see things that you normally don't see. And something that I've experienced, uh, you know, over the years as I've gotten older and my pace has slowed down and, you know, the, the drivers to why I'm doing this and, you know, you're not necessarily shooting for a time or you're shooting for a place or shooting for, you know, this, that, or the other thing. Um, I've tend to be able to slow down a little bit. I need to do it more. Um, but just, just those times where during a run, I might be running and then I might slow down. I might walk, I might hike. And just even that, that difference, that change going from, you know, say, say, you know, an eight, nine minute mile to a 14, 15 minute pace, mile pace, and just hiking versus running you see your surroundings differently. There's a different perspective um, that I guess you experience by doing that. And, you know, talk about taking that transition into real life. You know, how often are we consistently moving and going and running and needing to get to that next step or that next thing or that next task, right? And we're really not living in this task, what we're doing right now. And, you know, I've been able to, practice that a little bit more on my runs and just slowing down, literally, literally slowing down and, and soaking it in. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know. It'll happen on Saturday. It'll happen on the hundred because I'm going to be hiking and walking and potentially crawling at some, some points during the race. But you know, that that's that perspective, right? That metaphor of, of just slowing it down and living in the present. Uh, I need to do a better job of that uh, because I mean, it's just, there's so much beauty around us that we, I don't want to necessarily take for granted, but we might not capture it and, and, and let ourselves capture it because we're moving so fast all the time. Um, so those are, those are some other components. Um, another one that I, I discussed on this little mentoring session, if you will, last week, um, 
for the girls, for my daughters, you know, um, they've seen me for the last decade doing these types of races, similar races, but, you know, seven years doing these ultra marathons and, and ultra races, um, you know, just, just the, the lessons or the message, uh, we, we are providing or, or sharing with them or giving them um, by, by really testing ourselves, really truly stepping out of a comfort zone and showing, showing ourselves what we're truly made of, what we're, how tough are we truly when it comes down. And I, I'm not trying to say tough being, oh, yeah, I'm tough, tough, tough. You know, I'm a big guy and this all. I'm, I'm talking about that grit, that um, – that, uh, that perseverance, you know, really, really that grit, you know, what, how, what are we truly made of? What are we truly made of? And are we, are we really, really committed to testing our limits? Uh, and I think what I've learned going through that is it gives me the ability to show them that we need to be, we must be willing to and committed to testing our limits, really truly seeing what we're capable of. Uh, and I can't sit here and preach to them that message unless I'm doing it myself. Um, and there's definitely a part of it um, in this whole process of doing these races. Um, you know, and it, 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 it transitions to, you know, career-wise, it, it transitions to you know, just the, the whole mission of being a better husband, a better father, a better human being. You know, they see, they, they know my routine, right? They know I'm up early. They also know I'm in bed early. Uh, but they see kind of what I, what I kind of, the, the commitments that I try to honor. Uh, and I know it rubs off. I, I do. I, I truly do know it rubs off because I see them um, trying to test their limits. And I think, I think that's it's it's critical. It's critical that we're able to display those types of messages and show that type of behavior, you know, to our to our children, because um, it, it it it's molding them uh, into better versions of themselves. Uh, it's up to them to take that and use it, and some will and some won't, uh, and that's okay. They have to figure that all out themselves. Um, you know, so th th that's another component of, of why do it. Um, you know, there there is there is that competitive side, but and I was talking to my wife Robin about this. You know, this this past weekend about you know the the, the schedule and races we have coming up. That you know, I, I I don't know. I'm saying this now, but putting myself into the the actual event over the weekend on the weekends coming up we'll see but you know it's it's not it's not definitely not a competition with others because it's you know it, it's meaningless it really mean it, it's meaningless so keep that word in mind meaningless uh it's meaningless for me from my perspective to go out and try to compete with the other competitors because um, the culture of this sport isn't about that you know uh, it's about community. It's about camaraderie. It's about us all banding together to help each other, you know, take that first step from, from the, the starting line. Uh, 
and then getting each other to that end result, which is the finish line. Uh, and that finish line could mean a, a different thing for each of us, right? Uh, there, there is always going to be, I think, from from my perspective, uh, a little bit of a competition with time. Um, you know, you you always want to. I always break it down to, you know, there, there's, you always want to finish, right? You always want to finish. Um, and there's there's a time limit for these races, uh, so that's a good day. A finish is a good day, you know. And then you have your your ideal day where you know things aren't going to be ideal but you you were really you know you you really went above what you expected uh from a time and then there's that epic day where pretty much everything falls into place and you run that epic race still waiting for that one to come <laughs> but what does it mean? You know, what is, what does it mean if I, I don't finish? What if it means if I don't have an ideal day? What if it means if I don't have an epic day and I've never had an epic day? I don't even know if I've had an ideal day yet. I'd have to think back about it. Um, so it, it doesn't change me. It doesn't change who I am, whether I finish first in this race, finish first in a race, last in a race, somewhere in between, if I hit this time or that time, or if I don't finish. It really doesn't change who I am from from one perspective. And what I believe is most meaningful, right? What's what and then another reason why this is being done and what what why I believe we should all test our limits in whatever capacity that means to us is that and try to think of this in a metaphorical sense, when when I go out and commit to doing a race, right? From the moment I, I select um, register and pay, and, you know, charge my card, you know, the, from the moment you sign up, you know, the, <laughs> shit gets real. You know, you got you to gotta train. You got to train for it. Um, you got to put in the time. You got to put in the effort. You committed to it. You got to get the work in. You got to put the work in, right? And from that moment when you hit purchase to the moment that you tow the line and the race starts, you're a different person, right? You're, you're a different person. And that can mean with the race, that can mean starting a new job, a business, a relationship, whatever that it is that that mission might be. You're a different person from the point you hit register to the point you, you tow the line, right? And then from the moment you tow the line to the moment that race is done, and whatever done means, whether you cross that finish line or you don't cross that finish line, shit, you might mean only make it a mile. You're still a different person. You still learn something. You are different than what you started. You know, and, and that's another reason why do it, you know, why challenge ourselves? You know, you you go through this, and this is why I love this sport so much, you go through this huge transition right? Because of everything that you could potentially experience over the span of anywhere from, you know, for me, five, six hours to 36 hours, whatever the race might be, you, you're going to deal with a, a shit ton of adversity, right? And it's like life, right? You, we're going to deal with adversity. 
How tough are we? What are we truly made of? What can we withstand? What, what is going to break us? You know, I, I watched, um, I watched a video yesterday or the day before, and it was about this, this person out here, actually, that kind of runs in, in the running community that we're involved in out here. And he was doing, he was doing his first 100. And there was, there's two quotes, and I'll just, I'll actually put this in, I'll put this in the show notes. And, and, and these, these are two that really resonated with me. And it, it goes, it goes beyond just running a race. It goes to life. So I'll, I'll quote them, I'll read them, and then I'll, I'll, I'll tag them and we'll wrap it up here. So the, the gentleman, the one, the first gentleman's name is Dylan Harris. Uh, as he was going through this process, you know, he, he, he was speaking and he, he said, quote, are you interested in running a hundred miles or are you committed to, to it? You know, any challenge or any mission we go out, any, any type of endeavor we go out and try to chase down, are you interested in it? Or are you really committed to it? Because if you're committed to it, quote what he said, you find a way to get it done. You get yourself into a place that you haven't been before, a place that holds the unknowns and see if you quit or you keep moving forward. And that's awesome. I mean, that's awesome. And that's a metaphor for life. The second one might be a little bit harder. This one's by Eric Sensman, who, again, runs in the community up north in Flagstaff. Really decent human being, good down-to-earth type of guy. I met him once or twice. Really good runner. And I just love how he put this into perspective with respect to running 100 miles. And it could really be any decision that we make, right? So put that into perspective, any decision that we make. So his quote was, once you decide to run 100 miles, you are not in charge anymore. The people in charge are your former self and your future self. So during the race, when it gets really hard and you don't want to keep going, you don't want to eat, or basically life is awful, just just remember your former self decided to do this and your future self wants you to do this. So let those two be the guides. And that that's life, man. You know, that's life. We, 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 go out and decide to do something, to chase something down. And we truly, how much, how much, how much in charge are we? You know, that, that, that prior self, that, that past self made the decision and it's up to our future self to get us there. You know, we're kind of going through the motions and I, I really like those two quotes. And again, I'll, I'll share them. I'll link the video too. Cause it was a pretty, it was a pretty cool video for those that are interested in, in the running community. But you know, I just wanted to share some of these thoughts, you know, because the whole why came to mind. And I know we've kind of dipped in it, dipped into it and talked about it and, and purpose and all that stuff. Uh, but I thought, you know, considering the week and considering where, where I'm at coming up, uh, wanted to share, uh, you know, some of, some of the things that kind of drive me to do these things. Uh, and it's, it's not just with, it's not just with the running thing. It's, 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 what's it, a lot. It's a lot with, with life. And, you know, I really, you know, self-serving, I guess, kind of had to get this out there too, because it's something that I think I, I needed to, to share and, 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 and put out there because it's some things that I'm trying to work through and, and navigate to, and maybe a reminder to myself of, you know, why am I doing the things that I do? Uh, because there's sometimes you forget, 
you know, sometimes you lose that, that perspective, you lose that focus. Um, sometimes, you know, we, we lose, we lose what it, what the true meaning of it is. Uh, so I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to get that out. Um, and hopefully, hopefully you grab a couple nuggets from it. Um, I will certainly put out a race wrap next week from, from Saturday. Um, it's been since May, since the last race. So it's been a couple months. So excited about getting out there. We, we certainly are navigating some other things. Elena has a bunch of soccer games this week in her tournament. Fortunately, timing works out. Uh, there just might not be too much sleep going on, but that's okay. Um, there's nothing like running through the desert at the wee hours of the morning, as you will experience from some of these pictures. So uh, love you guys. Love all the support. Hopefully everybody's staying healthy, staying safe. And, uh, you know, continuing to test their limits and continu continuously to see what they're, they're, they're made of. So thanks for all tuning in, everybody for tuning in and continue to stay consistent with us. We love you guys and we'll be talking to you soon. Have a great week.